But now it has come to you and you are impatient. It touches you and you are dismayed. Is not your fear of God your confidence and the integrity of your ways your hope? Remember now, whoever perished being innocent, or where were the upright destroyed? According to what I have seen, those who plow iniquity and those who sow trouble harvest it. By the breath of God they perish, and by the blast of his anger they come to an end. The roaring of the lion and the voice of the fierce lion and the teeth of the young lions are broken. The lion perishes for lack of prey, and the whelps of the lioness are scattered. So, Eliphaz says, well, if, if somebody ventures a word with you, will you become impatient? You know, but whether or not, I just can't restrain myself. No, i got to say something. This has gotten to Eliphaz. And he can't, he can't hold it in any longer. He's got he's to talk. And it's interesting. You know, you wonder what they're going to say. What are they going to think? Well, what do you think about him? Behold, you have admonished many... You have strengthened weak hands. Your words have helped the tottering to stand. And you have strengthened feeble knees. But now it's come to you and you are impatient. It touches you and you are dismayed. So, <clears throat> what's he saying about Job in the past? Been a comforter and a counselor to many. Yeah, man, he's done a lot of good. I mean, Eliphaz frankly recognizes Job has been a fine man. He's been a big help to a lot of people. But what for Eliphaz? When it happens to you, you can't handle it very well. Exactly. You just fall apart when it happens to you. I mean, with everybody else, you were there encouraging them and all that. And then, then the tables got turned, and then you're all, you're all falling apart, Job. You know, come on. I mean, you know, can't you maybe take a dose of your own medicine and cure yourself? What do you think about that? Well, I doubt that the people that Job was encouraging um, were going through something like this. Probably not. Why aren't they being like Job and helping him while, as he helped <laughs> him? <laughs> Good question. And I feel like they are wanting to. I think Eliphaz has that in mind. Yeah, Mindy? I'm sorry. I just I feel like now is the wrong time to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe so. Well, and it's some of these people that he has counseled and comforted before, I'm sure they knew what he was going to say to comfort them. I mean, and it's not that Job doesn't know it now. It just is harder. Well, didn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, so. and I mean, it just looks like they're saying that. Well, now you get a little, little heavier breeze, and you just topple over. I mean, come on! You know, it's come to you, and you're impatient. Touches you, and you're dismayed. It didn't touch him. It walloped him the side of the head about fifty times. You know, I mean, this is. You know, I think Eliphaz means to be helpful. And I think he's got good good intentions. But he is minimizing the significance of all this. You know, now it's come to you and you're impatient. You know, it touches so you and you're dismayed. Yeah. Not so glib anymore, are you? Yeah, yeah. You know, man, tables get turned, you can't take it now. You know, I we thought we thought you'd you'd, you know, be able to hold it together a little bit. I mean you told everybody else to. <laughs>
But now listen, don't be too hard on Eliphaz in one sense. Because why does he feel like he has to say this? Well, in a sense, Job has been whining. <laughs> yes. You know, uh, this is, this is, uh, somebody starts talking like this and man, something's got to be sad. I mean, we just can't let him just talk like this. And I mean, you know, it just, it just makes him tense up, I think. You know, it's like, this is, this is not right. You know, just to, just to outright, just, just curse the day of your birth and you know which could die and you know and, and it's almost like he's complaining against God and and so I think it's like he, he he just this is really just just unsettling him and I'll tell you Job's kind of a, a problem because they thought he was really righteous man and then all this happens to him and what I mean God doesn't punish righteous people does he you know so I mean this is I don't know Job is just really making them uncomfortable in general because it seems to kind of fly in the face of the whole idea that we all know that if you're righteous, everything goes great, and if you're wicked, it goes badly. Right? Isn't that what everybody knows? I think that's what they all thought. And so this, you know, here's a case of an apparently righteous man who was punished, you know, it kind of makes you wonder what he did. Uh, but he says, you know, to encourage him in verse 6, is not your fear of God, your confidence, and the integrity of your ways, your hope? You know, you, you're a good man, Job. Don't worry. Everything will be okay. In fact, you know, I know it looks bad right now, but remember now, whoever perished being innocent, or where were the upright destroyed? Upright destroyed. I mean, nobody ever got killed because when they were innocent. I mean, you can just bank on it. You know, don't worry, it's it's not gonna kill you. It's just mean. Well, I think he meant well, but it's like, well, that's not a lot of comfort because that's really what he wanted. <laughs> oh, is that what he's saying? I know, I thought it was I thought he was like accusing him right here of not being innocent yeah. because he's saying, Well, nobody ever goes through this if there is it, so well, I think let's give him a little benefit of the doubt. I mean, I, I, he's going to want, I mean, Job does need to do a little repenting, you know, and kind of coming back to the Lord. But basically, he's a good man, and he'll do that, and everything will be okay, and you don't have to worry about it. You know, God, God will be, you know, just with you. I, I, I think he's, I think he's not so much trying to just accuse Job here. Because he says, is, is not your fear of God, your confidence, and the integrity of your ways, your hope, in verse 6. So it's, he's saying, Job, you're a good guy, and you know it, so the way that this works is if you're good, you're not going to perish. It's going to be okay. Yeah, you, you, As opposed to saying, you said you were a good guy. But we know better because this trouble has come upon you. That comes later. But. That comes later. I don't think that's what he's saying right now. I mean, I think he knows Job's, Job's got to straighten up a little bit. I mean, you know, God, God's given him a pretty good warning here. But he's a basically good man. You know, with Eliphaz's counsel, I'm sure he'll, you know, come back to his senses and, and everything will be fine. So don't worry, Job. It's not going to be the end of the world for you. 
You know, because he says, according to what I've seen, those who plow iniquity and those who sow trouble harvest. You know, I mean, what I see is you you start doing wrong and man, you're going to get terrible things happen to you. You know, by the breath of God, they perish. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just terrible. So what I see, what I've seen, I mean, you, you know, I've been around and I've sampled it, the, so taking some samples. And from what I've seen, you know, I mean, it's just a matter you reap what you sow. I mean, you know, you do wrong and that's what you get. That's it. All right, comments or questions at this point. Does Job ever believe this? Oh, he does believe this. That's part of his problem. So he thinks Eliphaz is right. Well, in a way. Now, he's not going to be too happy with Eliphaz. But does Job believe that if you're righteous, you get blessed, and if you're wicked, you get punished? Yeah. So that's his problem. God's turned on him, and he can't figure out why. That's what I'm saying. I guess everybody didn't ask my question right. So, Job, is he trying to think the whole time, what have I done for this? I mean, because he would know what he's done. Well, we'll see Job go through all sorts of things. It's hard to say one thing that Job thinks. That kind of goes back and forth. So would he take, he wouldn't necessarily take offense at what Eliphaz is saying, except the way he's saying it. Yeah, and, you know, actually, Eliphaz will say some worse things as we go on, in just this speech, even. So by the time he gets done, Job is not too happy with him. But I think they share a common viewpoint. I think they all believe that righteousness pays and, you know, wickedness hurts you. And so that's, you know, I, I, think, I think Job believes that, but this is very difficult in his situation. How do you apply that? So what has he done? I mean, Job knows he hadn't. I mean, this would mean Job was the worst sinner that ever been. I mean, what, remember, what's God's assessment of Job at the beginning of the book? He's the one guy he trots out to Satan and says, here's one you didn't get. He's a righteous man. That's what God says about him. So, you know, he doesn't think he's done something that fits this kind of punishment. He's right. I mean, in the sense that if, if justice is done, he's not way worse than everybody else. All right, look at uh, 12 to... Uh, let's go ahead and do 12 to 21. Now a word was brought to me stealthily, and my ear received a whisper of it. Amid disquieting thoughts from the visions of the night, when deep sleep falls on men, dread came upon me, and trembling, and made all my bones shake. Then a spirit passed by my face, the hair of my flesh bristled up. It stood still, but I could not discern its appearance. A form was before my eyes. There was silence, then I heard a voice. Can mankind be just before God? Can a man be pure before his Maker? He puts no trust even in his servants, and against his angels he charges error. How much more those who dwell in houses of clay, whose foundation is in the dust, who are crushed before the moth. Between morning and evening they are broken in pieces. 
unobserved they perish forever. Is not their tent cord plucked up within them? They die yet without wisdom. You must admit Eliphaz has a flair for the dramatic. Wow, what's he describing here? Wow, no ordinary vision. You know, I mean, he, dread came on him, trembling. All his bones were shaking. The spirit passed by his face. The hair of his flesh bristled. You know, every hair on his head was sticking out, you know. Now, this form was before my eyes. There was silence. And then this voice. And, you know, I mean, he gives this buildup like, whoa. This, this, wonder what this awesome spirit is going to say what kind of uh totally you know never before heard nor seen revelation are they going to get out of this one can a, can mankind be just before god can a man be pure before his maker everybody's a sinner you know you get this build up and then it's two plus two is four <laughs> we didn't really need all that to know this so he's almost funny. You know, I mean, somebody who builds something up way beyond what it really is, we end up just almost poking fun at it. You know, like, wow, they just swell with so much pride. Um, so so it's, just, it's just really, uh, you know, kind of funny. But his point is, everybody's a sinner. You know, he puts no trust even in his servants. Against his angels he charges error. How much more those who dwell in houses of clay, whose foundation is in the dust, who are crushed between, before them all. You know, I mean, if God doesn't even trust the angels, well, what's, what's, man, what's mankind going to be? So, Job, don't you ever say you're innocent. I mean, we're not innocent. Mankind. I mean, we're nobody pure before God. Well, what about that? Is he true? Is he right? Does it really help? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Yeah, in some ways he's right. I mean, if we all got exactly what we deserved, we'd all be lost. I mean, that's the truth. We all deserve worse than anything we could get here. But, this is not an argument to defend this doctrine that Job is just getting paid back what he deserves. What about everybody else in the world? You know, I mean, Job is suffering so much more. That would mean he's sinned so much more. That just is not true. Yes, Job, I think, would acknowledge he's not perfect. You know, I mean, everybody is a sinner. But, but, it all, they almost try to present this picture of God as he doesn't even want to have a relationship with man. And that isn't true either. Um, God is a holy God, but he cares about man. He wants to be close to man. He offers redemption for man. So, I mean, he's got this view of man. Well, he's nothing. He's a nobody. And everybody's a sinner. And therefore, you don't complain about this. This is just what happens. Why didn't that happen to Eliphaz? Comments and questions. Okay. Is this just poetry, or did he actually have some sort of vision? Or is, does he think he actually has some sort of vision? <laughs> or did he make it up? 
That is a really good question. <laughs> I don't really think he had it. But I don't know if he convinced himself he did or if uh, you know, he's using a considerable amount of poetic liberty to express himself. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, this, I just think he's kind of a windbag. Uh, what do you guys think? I mean, I, I don't see there being a real vision from God he had that said this. Well, it wasn't much of a vision. It was really blurry and couldn't really <laughs> perceive it. And couldn't really... <laughs> it was there, but I couldn't tell its form. Yeah, you're right, yes. <laughs> but I'll tell you, the hair was standing up on the back of his neck and all his bones were shaking and, you know, dread had come upon him and trembling and, you know, the disquieting visions and it was, it was really upsetting to him. He heard what it said pretty clearly. Yeah, yeah, he's got it down, but I don't know. Isn't that what people say today? I mean, people will from time to time come up with some terrible thing that, you know, the Lord was here and there and did this and said that and all that. And I think we pretty well realized that, you know, either they made it up or, you know. I don't know. I don't see him deliberately lying at this point. No, but I suspect he had a liberal imagination. And then I feel like it, like God doesn't talk in this book for a while yet, does he? Yeah, And so exactly I feel right. like it would, even though this isn't exactly helpful to Job, like, to make this a legit test, like, he's not interfering at all in either way. Yeah, whatever. I, I think, I mean, I think he may believe it, but I don't think this really happened. Is it possible that it could have been Satan roaming the earth and he's just trying to, a while back trying to tell him, hey, you know, everyone sinned, so it's okay. And I'd, then he's taking this a different way. That wouldn't be my view. So I guess this is an example of um, just because you have something true to say doesn't mean you should say it. Well, yeah. Sometimes it doesn't apply, you know, you, you use it wrongly. You remember that those proverbs, uh, this, is, this is probably... Uh, a good illustration of this. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, like the legs which are useless to the lame, so is a proverb in the mouth of fools. You know, like a thorn which falls into the hand of a drunkard, so is a proverb in the mouth of fools. Like an archer who wounds everyone, so is he who hires a fool and who hires those who pass by and so forth. So, I mean, you know, a fool doesn't know what to do with you know, things like this. They're always misapplying it. Sarah. Verse 18, he puts no trust even in his servants. Is that a true statement? No, I don't think it is. Um, and against his angels he charges error, well, there were some angels that sinned, but certainly not all of them. Yeah. So I think he's got almost too low a view of God's disdain for man. You know, they do not see God as compassionate and loving. They see God as, you know, I don't know, just a whole different view than what we should have. So, no, I think that part is probably not correct. Okay. That'd be really depressing if it were true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes it's what we think. I think we imagine that God looks at all of us and just holds his nose. <laughs> Man, I can't stand the smell of you, but come on. I guess you gotta live with me, but 
You know, I don't think that's how God is. But I think that's kind of their view of God. You know, he, he's just disgusted by the very thought of mankind. Other thoughts? Well, how about chapter 5, verses 1 to 7? Call now, is there anyone who will answer you? And to which of the holy ones will you turn? For anger slays the foolish man, and jealousy kills the simple. 